is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and I am with Brandon Thrift of the Spread Love Campaign. How are you today? Fantastic. Thanks again for meeting and talking with us. It's always kind of like nice to meet the artists behind the Instagram um, accounts, because sometimes, you know, you meet an artist in real life, and it's just kind of like wow, they're nothing like I thought they would be because of their Instagram account. That's social media for you, yeah. Yeah, it, like, have you always been interested in art? Is this something that you've always loved since you were young? Or is this something that you're now just kind of exploring since like, I feel like the pandemic has kind of like thrown us all into this tailspin of like really exploring what we truly love and want to be in our lives? Growing up, art has always been a really important facet of my life just expression in general. Music started to take over when I was in like third grade and it really struck a chord with me. Um, really focused on music, really focused on that up until literally the pandemic where, like you just said, we've been allowed so much free time. It's a blessing and a curse yeah. um, to really dive back into what we want to do, how we want to express, how we want to live, how we want to feel. And that allowed me to express myself via art like substantially. There's so much time, there's so much free time. So, kind of just brought me back full circle. You, so what we notice is like, you just, you kind of like just leave your art behind in your businesses, in your statues, um, everything. What is the inspiration behind like those art drops? Like what made you decide, oh, I just kind of want to drop my art all over the city versus in a sense just kind of putting them, you know, in galleries, online, uh, things like that. I love the gorilla, the gorilla approach. You know, it started out as an anonymous project. The very first piece I did, the very first drop I did rather, was like an old bass drum that I had sitting in my garage with this drum set. And I was painting everything. I was painting a bunch of things. And for some reason, I was like, you know, these paintings were stacking up. And I'm like, I'm not doing this for me. I thought, I want people to see it. I want people to feel. And I remember seeing, you know, art drops on Instagram or whatever. It was something I kind of toyed with before and in, in different forms of expression, but. I wanted to just put it out for people to see, for people to feel, for people to think. I think that's just such a, such a quirky approach, quirky perspective. You know, you see something on the side of the road that's colorful or, or whatever, an object, random object, and you're like, how did that get there? Where did it come from? Who's doing this? Um, and so the very beginning process of this whole journey was like finding old furniture, uh, reusing stuff. I did a refrigerator, I did surfboards, I did desks, tables, chairs, drum sets. Um, random objects, you know, to make people really question, just question reality, question like what they're seeing, what they're perceiving. Um, and that's kind of the start of it. And it's kind of transcended into more of like, more, more of a uh, refined art project mm -hmm. in the sense of like seeing something on canvas versus seeing a refrigerator painted on the side of the road. It's like, okay, I can take the canvas in. It makes it a little more interactive. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I don't know, there's something, something fundamental about that street gorilla yeah. approach. We were completely anonymous at the beginning of this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it really gained some traction and it snowballed and I was like, this is kind of fun, you know, this is cool. And then it became a thing where I kind of had to make the choice if I wanted to make this a thing. And uh -huh. so I started writing my Instagram handle on the back of every piece and just to gain more traction, uh -huh. gain more of a following and yeah. kind, of put a, kind of put a face to the whole project. Um, which is good and bad in a sense, I don't know. Well, I feel like the whole anonymous aspect of it, like you gain all this traction, people are like, who is this person? Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, hi, here I am, this is me. Yeah. Which is definitely kind of, it's fun, mm -hmm. you know? It's something to do in a sense. 
yeah. especially when we're all stuck inside our houses. <laughs> yes, exactly. And another uh, aspect of, the, of this entire concept, like the approach for me was like, I'm doing something that's so elementarily creative, mm -hmm. but fundamental in mm -hmm. a sense. That's why initially I chose like the primary, secondary colors, the rainbow, because everyone can relate to that, mm -hmm. whether you're three or 103, you know, and it's just something that's so simplistic. And I think it's hilarious removing the whole anonymous approach to this because I'll meet up with people that want something or they want to meet me or whatever and they, they don't know what I look like. And they see me and it's like this, this 26 year old, six foot five, like tattooed thing in this tree. And it's so funny to see most of their reactions because it'll either be like, it's usually like older women, grandmothers, moms, or family, you know, family members, people family with their kids. And it's just like, it's so funny to see everyone's interpretation of, of like meeting the artist because they all have, you know, a perceived reality of who it is, who it might be. It could it could have been a five-year-old. You know, it could have been a 95-year-old. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny to me. It's like a little human experiment. I think we, you know, we kind of found you kind of like, I feel like in, you know, kind of like later on in your whole process, you know? So, you know, we got to take a look at you on Instagram. We kind of knew what you looked like, but definitely one of the first things I remarked was like, it's like, wow, I didn't realize he was so tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what would be your dream project then? What would be like the one thing in the world that if you had the chance to do it, you'd be like, yes, me, please? Oh, man. I guess it really just reverts back to the fundamentals. I just want to be able to make a change. And if that means making one person smile for five seconds and changing their outlook on the day, like that means the most to me. You know, ultimately I want to do the most I can with this. Um, but just to inspire, you know, just to inspire people. The youth now so more than ever, uh, that's really important to me. Yeah, a younger sister and I'm always like so worried. I'm just like, you know, it's it's really hard being like a teenager. Oh yeah. And I'm like always just so worried that she's gonna like kind of do what I did and get like kind of roped up in all the sadness of life. Oh yeah. And so like that's definitely like one of my things is that yeah, art has that ability to just kind of like pull you out of that that sadness and just be like, wow, the world is not such a horrible place if there's people on this earth who can create these beautiful pieces of work, you know, or just create something just so happy. Yeah. So I definitely think that, you know, art is very important. One thing I definitely want to explore with you is you travel all around. Yes. Like you, like you, you are not confined to just like Florida. You have gone all over. How many states have you been to? Um, I was thinking about it yesterday, actually, because somebody asked me the same question. Not all of them yet. Uh, still need to go to Alaska and North Dakota and South Dakota, which for a long time I didn't even think were real places. They were just made up because <laughs> I don't know anybody from North or South Dakota. So I need to go and check them out myself. And I think Montana, and then that'll that'll solidify 50 of the 50 contiguous United States. Oh, wow. State that you visited so far? Yes, actually. Um, I love New Mexico. New Mexico and Arizona, like we were talking uh -huh, about before. Yeah. You literally enter it, also Maine, but I'll, I'll talk, go back to that in a second. New Mexico, for some reason, I stayed the night in Albuquerque, and it's a little, you know, it's it's the desert, but there's something about the energy there. It's, it's changes your mindset, it changes your perspective, um, and it's just, it's you're so close to the earth, you're so close to the globe, the world. It's just such a homey, inviting feeling there. And same with Maine, like when I went in January, for some reason I had a hankering to go to Maine. I was like, I need to go to Maine for some reason. 
And as a Florida boy, it's like, I'm going to drive my car to Maine in January. It's going to be one degrees and I'm not going to have any clothes. I was wearing this. I literally was wearing like a pair of jeans and like a jacket and like I bought gloves on the way and I got, <laughs> I got there and, it, and all the lakes were frozen, you know, snow everywhere. But it was just incredible. Hitting that border at night, you know, driving 14 hours to get there and then hitting the border at night. It's like, I think the entrance to Maine was like, welcome home, state of Maine. And I, I literally cried. I was like, this is the coolest. Like, I feel like I just achieved something, you know? Like a, like a goal, like a self goal I achieved. It was just a really rewarding feeling. And then staying there for two days was impressive. Impressive as hell. It was just the most beautiful, massive, massive state. The ocean being right there and the mountains, you know, went to Cadillac Mountain and tried to climb up or walk the road rather, but it was completely iced over and I was wearing tennis shoes and I couldn't get up. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna come back in summertime and explore this. But yeah, those are probably my favorite places so far. I think I'm gonna have to go to Maine now. <laughs> go to Maine, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a random state too, because like I don't, I don't really know anyone from Maine. Like you no one does. Really, you really wouldn't think that like Maine would really be like so, so great. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. But I, I definitely like when I went to Arizona. It was definitely one of my favorite trips. There's something about the desert. Yes. That like changes you. It's weird. Yes. You like you really. It's like one of those things you have to go experience. You can't really explain it fully. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. a, but there's just something about the desert where you are just kind of like wow, like yeah. this is wow. Okay. There's like a spiritual shift, yeah. like seriously. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, I 100% agree with you on that because when we went to Sedona, you know, like it's it's mountains and you know, kind of, there's like just so much in there, but like, I was just like, wow, like this is one of the craziest places that you've dropped off your art. Cause I saw a video of you like sticking, like, I don't, I don't know if it was you or someone else, but you were sticking like one of your, um, pictures and like those like big like eye beams that you see on the highways oh yeah <laughs> oh man. Was like that was in nashville that was earlier this month or late march rather that was pretty that was pretty crazy um new orleans i get sweaty palms thinking about it there is a uh, an abandoned power plant on market street in new orleans and it's been abandoned i think for 80 years almost 100 years or something crazy like that and it's it's dilapidated, it's rusty, it's torn down, it's, it looks like it could fall apart if you blow on it kind of thing, you know? New Orleans, Nashville, when I was putting it on that bridge, and then probably just California, just because the people are so intimidating to me. It's, they're so free, but they're chaotic. Yeah. And they're unpredictable. Yeah. There's beauty in that, but there's also danger in that. Yeah. So Skid Row, we, or yeah, now I'm thinking about it, we went to Skid Row. Uh, last summer at nighttime and just walking around trying to put some signs out. It was like you get yelled at. I'm pretty sure I saw a store get robbed. Like Isn't that like kinda like one of the most dangerous areas in California yeah, though? Yeah, downtown LA. Um uh, you know, I don't know. Those are just a few off the top of my head. Back in June, as I was telling you earlier when I was on my initial road trip, mm -hmm. that's when most of like the riots were happening for George Floyd and everything. So there's a lot of, just a lot of debauchery, a lot of looting, a lot of storefronts were broken. I remember the first, one of the first things I, one of the first major cities I hit was, um, besides New Orleans, was Dallas. And I went down to Deep Ellum, that area, and everything was boarded up. All the windows were boarded up, you know, there's graffiti everywhere. 
Same with, oh man, same with um, Denver. Like that whole month of June was just so chaotic. Denver was insane. Driving around downtown Denver, just hearing gunshots, people in like Central Park, just like rioting, shooting guns, camping out, like getting fucked up. It was crazy. I was like, this is insane. I'm by myself and I'm like, someone's gonna attack me. It's, it's interesting too, because like you're talking about this and like you're initially traveling through these states to like drop off art that's yeah. talking about spreading love. Yeah. It's very like bright and opening and loving. Yeah. And like you were going through, we were facing a very dark time in our country. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. I think like more than ever, like those people probably needed you down there, like just to spread a little bit of of positivity in those dark moments because yeah it was like a really dark moment it was kind of scary mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. we went we went to dc around like july early july and yep. everything was boarded up everything was broken into yep. they like had streets closed off for protests it was like intense like i've never seen anything like that yeah you know and i think a lot of us especially in our age or early 20s we've never seen anything like this no way like, this is this is history yes we are literally living through history we really and are. we're continuing to live through history it's yeah. so it's, it's such an important time it's such a potent time too. everything going on right now you say dc i was in dc in january uh, right around the time of the inauguration and it was right after those human beings stormed capital capital and I was like, I have to go, I have to do an art job, I have to bring a bunch of signs or whatever. And I remember getting to DC and it's like, you couldn't get closer to the Capitol, you couldn't get closer than a mile radius to the Capitol. Everything was blocked off, National Guard standing on every corner with their guns, army trying, I'm like, this is so, this is chaos. Yeah. It's, cha it's chaos, it's sad, it's so negative, everyone is hurting. Everyone is upset, and it's just—it was a really—it was a really heavy time. Do you like feel those things really deeply? Because again, like you have like this spread love campaign where you're trying yeah. to like spread love, not only through your art, but I definitely feel like the way you present yourself is very positively. You know, your hair is very colorful, your style is very colorful. You know, you're pleasant to talk to and meet. Do you like feel like when you're going through there and you're just trying to like be as positive as possible, do you like feel like that like something like really heavy on you sometimes when you're in such like negative sad spaces? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of DC, that was one of the times where I really felt defeated and it's like defeated, like crushed, like what am I doing? I'm not making a difference. I feel like a speck of dirt that's like worthless it's like I'm not amounting to anything right now this is pointless what am I doing what am I doing what am I doing mm -hmm. kind of thing and it's crushing it's mm -hmm. crushing it's really defeating because I was sitting there I sat in a parking lot in DC after driving around trying to get my way in and it's like I sat there and I cried and I'm like this is this is so heavy it's so defeating I'm not doing anything like this sucks and but you know you just keep going on you move you move through it it's like you have a bad day you have a rainy day you have a sad day you just you live with it you sit with it you feel it you absorb it you think about it and you try to dissect it for what it is in the moment and then you just move on you know time heals everything time changes everything and you just bounce back from that it's a roller coaster man it's life ups and downs ups and downs so so like you said before you paint like in a sense like it, with the rainbow like very you know kind of colors that everyone knows but like is yeah. there any 
desire for you in a sense to paint like with different colors, maybe darker colors, you know, more vibrant colors. Well, I guess not vibrant as much as you have, but like in a sense like a darker hues or different colors than just the primary colors that you're kind of using right now. Yes and no. There are a couple expressions that I want to kind of experiment with um, this summer in particular. It's funny you say the black, like black and white, more neutral, more stuff like that. Um, that's another, that's another facet of this entire project that I think I'm going to dive into a little deeper. But for now, it's just it's about consistency. It's about people seeing the same thing over and over. That's my one of my favorite things is when people say, "I see your stuff everywhere," and I'm like, "That's amazing." Th Number one, thank you for being so receptive. Number two, thank you for being so observant and thank you for saying something. You know, it's like that's proof in and of itself that this is making an impact. It's raw, you know, it's, it's raw reassurance. It's, it's a raw opinion of somebody. No one has to tell me anything. They don't have to say that. So like that in and of itself speaks volumes to me. Well, it, it's funny too because, you know, like people who are like you're very spiritual and enjoy like metaphysical things like they yeah. think of signs from the universe oh yeah oh, you yeah. know like these symbols that you see all the time so it's the universe kind of like trying to drill something into your head and it's sure. kind of funny because like you're almost like that sign from the universe like you know it, it, your stuff is very consistent you, yes you know that that's you yes and it's like oh well, that's the sign of the universe today to like spread love and to be joyful like re you really honestly could be really changing people and you just don't even know it you know it's, it's like they say um you know, like saying hi to a person on the street or smiling at a person on the street, you can like totally change like their mind point in just an instant. You can literally change their life. Mm -hmm. You have yeah. no idea yeah. how much power and yeah. energy like a single instance like that. Seriously, if you smile, yeah. you smile at somebody, you never know what anybody else is going through. You never will. So it's just, it boils down to the fundamentals, mm -hmm. the fundamentals. Be kind. Yeah. Yeah, be do, kind. Un, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The it's, golden rule. It's very simple. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. It's very simple. It's yeah. very, very simple. We as humans love to overcomplicate everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit bad at that. I definitely can be a little bit overcomplicated. But yeah. 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 But yeah, simple. Just Everyone is. Everyone is. Rule. Yeah. Yep. Um, Alrighty. Are there any galleries that we can possibly find you in? Because we know we all, you always have your art drops. We you know see you all over the place there, but do you ha are you in galleries that people can go see? Yes, there are a few. There are a handful around Sarasota. Um, they've been so amazing in supporting my mission, and it's really just the coolest, the coolest thing. Because it's something I never would have thought would happen. Um, so it's really just a surprise to me every single day. State of the Arts Gallery. Um, there's the Artful Giraffe, there's Lagon Fine Art. These are all in the same few blocks of downtown Sarasota. Um, there's Island Trader Boutique on Siesta Key. Um, and that's it at the moment. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge. Like, that's incredible to me, so. But those are all incredible people, all incredible supporters of what I'm doing. Wonderful. And then what does the future for you look like? Like how far do you want to take this and what are your ideas like in a sense in just like this coming year of how far you really want to take this campaign? Sure. So one thing I've said to myself since day one is this is something I can stop anytime. Maybe not at this point because I've gone too far, but I'm taking it day by day and whatever is going to happen, whatever's going to come my way, I'm going to be open and receiving to and I'm going to take advantage of all opportunities that I feel are important and 99.9% .9 of those opportunities are important. Um, 
As far as goals go, I've painted a couple walls so far, like big walls, and that is the coolest thing to me. I want to continue to go bigger and bigger and bigger and impress more people and just have more people see it. I want, I literally want the world to see it and recognize it and have it become this, this unifying global phenomenon. I think it would be incredible. So international for you then. Eventually. We gotta get you overseas. Yeah, you know, like I said, day by day, it's like, if it happens, it's meant to be. If not, I mean, I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And this, this is already the coolest thing to me. Very nice. Do you have anyone that you would love to just give a painting to, like a dream person that you could just be like, here's my art? Would be just the person that needs it the most. Like we said before, somebody that needs a smile, that's having a rough day. Um, just someone that needs it the most, whoever that may be. Yeah. I love that a lot. Thank you again so much for talking to us. This truly has been like a wonderful joy just to be able to like, oh, yeah. kind of chat with you. Like I already feel like my mood's alleviated. <laughs> so it really has been um, a nice time chatting with you. Um, like I said, you know, St. Peter's Super Cool is like definitely all about the artists. So being yeah. able to see the faces behind the Instagram accounts like definitely means a lot to us. So thank you very much. Um, with that said, is there anything else that you kind of want to say to the people of St. Pete, Florida, and um, the listeners? Um, I love you guys a lot. I love all of you. Um, thank you guys for having me. This is really so cool that we got to link up. And just keep your eyes peeled. Be good to each other. That's it. All right. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.